Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. No, my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is November 22nd, 1996. Thanksgiving is upon us. I believe this is the last, well, I mean, the main show is the last episode we do before Thanksgiving, but I believe this is the last 90210 show we do before gobbledygook time. But... This is not Thanksgiving in 90210. This it's, is Halloween. It's Halloween because we're two years behind on 90210. <laughs> so. And what was that? Huh? <laughs> on 90210. <laughs> You've been drinking? Yeah, I've had a little, uh, I've had a little pre-Thanksgiving imbibing. Hmm. Well, you should have shared. Yeah. <laughs> I was greedy, like... Uh, the guy in the Alka Seltzer commercial, or no, it's, uh, it was a yeah, Speedy. You know, you remember? I plop, do. Plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. You know. Yeah. What's a um, that stuff tastes so nasty? The cheesecake made me you greedy, <laughs> or whatever. That's what they say. Have you tried that though? So the Alka Seltzer message from old Speedy. Ah, uh, yeah, I have. It's nasty, right? It's, yeah, it's it's like sodium bicarbonate bubbles. It, it tastes like salty lemon water with bubbles. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Ugh, nasty. My friend Bill one time uh, did the the smartest thing in the world. He used to he played basketball and he used to on for the for the our our local sports team, our not professionally but for our, our high school team. And before, to give himself energy, he would uh, eat lemons. Like, he'd eat, like, two or three lemons, just suck on the, the juice. Cut them open, suck on the juice and everything. Okay. And That's weird. he thought that gave him energy for the game, right? Sure. And, but he always had bad heartburn afterwards because, you know, you're sucking on a couple lemons, right? So his mother would make him... Uh, after like after the game when he would have heartburn, she'd make she'd put a little baking soda in, in water, stir it up, and and give it to him. It's like you know home remedy or whatever. So one time before the game, he he did his lemon thing, and then he had the brilliant idea. He said, "Let me stop the problem before it starts." Oh no! And he drank baking soda and water. Right on top of all that acid. Oh, God. Yeah. All of a sudden, his stomach was like. Oh, no. He created an explosion inside of his stomach, essentially. Did he puke all over the place? He became a science fair (laughs) volcano. volcano. That's awesome. The poor guy, though. Yeah. He did a lot of uh, things that one would call not smart. Is this the same guy that got paint? In his hair forever or something. <laughs> Puff paint or something. Got paint in his hair forever. It stayed that way. <laughs> it never went away. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It's the same guy. But he's not very bright. He didn't get paint in his hair forever. <laughs> we put paint in his hair. Oh, it would poor not, dude. Yeah, it wouldn't come out. It was puff paint. We just, like, he looked like a Lego man. 
Oh my! We spiked up his hair and all that stuff, but it wouldn't come out. He tried everything that he could. Uh, he put turpentine on his oh hair. My God. It wouldn't work. So, or paint thinner or something like that. I don't remember, but some very something very nasty. But eventually, he just had to let it grow out and then you know cut the ends off. Wow. Yep. So this week, nine hundred two and zero. Donna got puff paint in her hair. No. Oh, okay. No, I don't even think Donna ate any puff pastries. But. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's a normal occurrence on 90210, apparently. I don't know what the I fuck you're talking know. about. <laughs> you said puff paint. I mean, we could talk about all kinds of puffy things. Anyway. <laughs> this, isn't, uh, this isn't the English patient in that, that, <laughs> that woman's puffy nipples. God, I never want to talk about that movie again. Ugh. <sighs> okay. So, we had um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen wanting to leave. That's, That's how it. the episode starts. Yeah. She's packing. She's probably got puffy nipples. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Ew. Now I'm picturing it, and I don't want to picture it. No, I'm sure they're fine and normal. I mean, I'm sure she's very hot and all, but puffy nipples is not good. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine and normal. Here's hoping. Anyway. <laughs> she, what color do you think her Red, dark brown. Red. Have you ever seen red nipples? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I have not. Pink. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm going with uh, pink or light brown. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I don't know what nationality she is, so I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, we know you're listening. <laughs> Let us know. Were you waiting for her to answer? <laughs> That's not how this works. We I record there was going to be more. <laughs> we record this beforehand, and then later, then later she listens to it and answers us. Really? She's not a voice in my Retro head. Retro Late Fee 19. What was it called? Retro, late fee 1994 at AOL.com. There you go. Right so that's how, that's how you can age our show, 1994. Yeah, well, someone... Smart came up with the email address. <laughs> that means we're coming up on three years. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's going to be insane. 1997 before you know it. It's going to be the year 2000 before we know it. Right? Anyways. The t- new millennium. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, she wants to leave. What the hell is her name again? Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Victoria. No, it's, it's not. Valerie. There you go. Okay, so Valerie, is, she wants to leave because she got caught. I mean, like, that's so stupid. And then she's just like, I feel so terrible about myself. Everybody like, hates me. Why Why didn't you feel terrible about yourself before you got caught? Here's the thing. they. This is what I hate about what they're doing now. They were doing something interesting with her character, or they, they had plans to do something interesting with her character, or they wanted to do something interesting with her character, and then they decided, nah, we're just going to make her like every other kid on this show. Because <laughs> she was smoking pot, she was getting into trouble, she was being two-faced, she was like, oh yeah, I'll just put on a fucking act, fuck mm-hmm. these people. She was like the anti-90210 kid. Right. And now she's just like all the rest of them. 
She's just like, oh man, Dylan. Like th- th- this might as well be Shannon Doherty. <laughs> like this is this totally would be Shannon Doherty. Well, I don't think Shannon Doherty would ever uh, cheat with Steve or or cheat on Steve with Dylan or vice versa. Well, no, the whole Steve plot isn't. But that scene at the end where she comes in and says he's over there killing himself and and all that stuff, and she's talking to Brandon, you know, mm-hmm. and then Brandon's like, oh, you know, I gotta go talk to him or whatever. That that totally could have been her, and like her parents being like, "No, you can't, you gotta stay away from him. He's drinking again." And like, yeah, oh, it's like that. This totally could have been a Brenda plotline. They're just making, and and they're not making her exactly like Brenda, but they're just making her another one of these kinds of characters. They're all cut from the same cloth. You know what they should have done instead? They should have just bewitched her and uh, re- just replaced Brenda with. Like another character and called her Brenda, you know. Oh, okay. I thought you meant literally bewitch the character, like like in the show, the 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 Walshes hold a séance or something like that to transfer the soul of Brenda into her body. Oh my god! No, this is not a soap opera. I mean, I know it is, but it's not a daytime soap opera. Okay, there are some standards. But you're doing a Darren thing, right? The one Darren died, so they brought in another Darren. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, they could have done that, I suppose. <laughs> but they didn't. Instead, they created another character that seemed interesting at first that they have turned into a bland character. You know what this show needs? A serial killer. <laughs> this show needs like a, some someone completely different. Maybe uh, Andrea's husband will turn out to be uh, the serial killer. God, here's hoping. <laughs> While he's sitting on a grave. Yes. With his Jewish daughter that's apparently not Catholic. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're going to Day of the Dead, and Andrea doesn't want to. Deus de Muerta. Andrea's being kind of a stick-in-the-mud bitch. Yeah. Well, let's, we'll, we'll get, let's, let's do But you, 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 okay. you held out the All shiny right. thing All and right. then said, no, don't look at it. Let's do Andrea, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, they're, they're celebrating Day of the Dead because he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently he went to Yom Kippur with her family, right? But she doesn't want to do this with his family. That's not fair or right. No. And she's like, you know, how could she be Jewish and Catholic? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> those are not like nationalities; those are religions, right? So they don't necessarily define her as a person, and she's a baby. So someday she might have some beliefs that either align with Catholicism or Judaism. Mm-hmm. But right now she's just a baby. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing's ridiculous. And Andrea's never seemed like super into her Judaism. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really get it. Well, I mean, she it's been an element in a few episodes. I mean, do her and uh do her and Jesse do it through a hole in the sheets? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't understand. Why did she marry this guy? Then she knew he was Catholic. She was pregnant with his baby. Well, yeah, but I mean, she knew he was Catholic the whole time. Yeah, but she didn't plan to get pregnant with his baby. Oh, I guess that's true. I don't know. I mean, like i I actually had to uh, ask somebody, "How serious are you about Catholicism?" Because oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been a deal breaker. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but Catholics are a little weird. No offense. In what way are Catholics <laughs> weird? 
Well, I mean, like, okay, I'm they a- sit on because they sit on graves during Halloween. Well, that's not all Catholics. That's just Mexican Catholics. But okay. <laughs> no, um, like genuflecting and praying to saints and you know wow. that kind of stuff. How weird! Yeah, I praying think it to is. Saints. Well, yeah, I don't pray to saints. I pray to Jesus. Uh huh. Not a saint. Right. So anyway. same thing, though. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, not the same. Anyway. I was raised Catholic. I know. For all of you that don't. Well, yeah, all of our listeners. I'm sorry. that I forgot that you sent out the dossier to all of our <laughs> listeners so they know everything about me. Right. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. But he's not that serious about it, so it's okay. I'm a lapsed Catholic like, like all Catholics. Right. Most Catholics, for sure. The... Uh, the Pope doesn't make it to, to, to Mass every Sunday. I'll just say that. I like the beer tents. What? The beer tents. Every big Catholic function has a beer tent. Oh, well, yeah, because Catholics like to drink. <laughs> they like to drink and gamble. That's the thing. See, that's you're talking about fucking genuflecting and praying to St. Jude or whatever. <laughs> but you know what I think of when I think of Catholics? Bingo. Right, yeah. That's 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 cath- that's Catholicism. I can get down with that beer and bingo. That's fine. Fish Fry Friday, I'm on it. But mm-hmm. no, not the rest <laughs> of it. What the fuck? <laughs> you just talked about a bunch of good stuff, and then you're like, but no, <laughs> not the rest of it. What rest of what? <laughs> that serious stuff. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I guess uh, I guess if I was a Protestant, you know, I'd have to worry about. Uh, what fucking color yellow tie to wear on Sunday? I guess so. Yeah, try having some fucking passion. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> wow. Fucking Protestants. So, on another note, uh, do you think Andrea and Jesse... We'll call you on a stain your deck, Protestants. What the fuck? <laughs> Just like a wasp joke. Uh, do you think they're going to make it, though? These two Catholic Jewish young parents in well, college. If, if history is any guide, uh, she will uh, accuse him of uh, some kind of crime and have him crucified. What? What is wrong with you? Seriously? Nah. Well, let me tell you. Let me ask you a question. Do you know why? Do you know why women love Jesus though? Because he's well hung. <laughs> No, 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 no. Not okay. <sighs> okay, anyway. <clears throat> so the reason that, um, you know, Jesse? Valerie... Oh, okay, we're going back to them now? <laughs> we're going the back to them. What is going on with this episode? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a centrifuge. <laughs> Okay, Valerie, anyway, the mm. reason she's so worried about Dylan is it turns out that he's doing hard drugs. Yeah, at some point, because he, he's playing pool and beating everyone, and he's like, oh, it's just the, it's the fucking greatest high in the world beating people at pool. And some asshole at the bar <laughs> just goes, not the greatest high in the world. I feel like they did that so he'd stop beating them. Maybe. <laughs> It's like it was like a plan. <laughs> Not that guy was just waiting for him to use the word high in his sentence. Right, right. <laughs> he was like, hey there. Damn it, he didn't say it. 
Hi, Dylan. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Dylan. You want to get high? So it's Halloween. Valerie shows oh my up. God. <laughs> We're at the beginning of the episode again. I'm sorry, everybody. Just strap this is the in. episode that doesn't end. <laughs> right when you think that we're done, we're going to just start over and keep talking about Valerie again. This is like a fucking Stephen King story about somebody that's in hell or something like that, just repeating repeating the same day over and over again. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get through this. I'm going to die. Okay. <sighs> It's Halloween. Yep. It's Halloween on 90210. And Valerie is knocking on Dylan's door. It's into this episode. Now we're <laughs> I was so confused. I don't know if you were confused, but she's standing on the porch with two little boys. Oh, and yeah. I thought they were with her. At first. Okay. <laughs> and then when they, they said t- to her, we'll call you nipples. Right? Trick or treats. <laughs> and, you know, Dylan's door is like all glass, so you can see mm-hmm. he's passed out. Right. And uh, she and the kids are knocking on the door, and then they finally get him over there. She's like, something just came over me, and I had to see you. And I'm thinking, why would you bring children? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to fly a kite. <laughs> and she's wearing this, um, you know, I don't even know what the costume part of this was. It was just really skimpy and it had a tie top and he was very interested in untying it. Yeah, it was like, uh, I mean, this this is towards the end of the episode, but when, she, when this happens. But, uh, <laughs> you look so confused. You don't remember anything about this episode, do you? Nope. Because this is when she was supposed to be going to the fraternity party. See, at the beginning, as you started to say (laughs) before this episode got completely derailed, at the beginning, she wanted to leave because she had been caught cheating with Dylan. Right. And Brandon says to her mom, first of all, her mom uh, apparently is going into a fucking asylum or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's no good. So she can't come back, and Jim's a little pissed off about it. And then Brandon says to Steve, he's like, hey, she, you know, he explains the whole situation and says she thinks everybody hates her, and she she really needs a friend or whatever. If you forgive her or if you give her a second chance, then everybody else will. And so he does. Which, I mean, is, you know, that's Steve. Right. <laughs> He's just super nice. He is a nice guy. What he lacks uh, in, you know, quality hair, he <laughs> makes up for in personality. Right. But he, so she, like, there's nothing much really happens with her in this episode other than Steve forgives her and she's like, oh, yay. And then she pretends to be nice again or whatever. And then she goes over to Dylan's house, like you were talking about. When she's supposed to go to the fraternity party, dressed up, she goes to, over to Dylan's house. And yeah, I don't know what she's supposed to be. Is it like she's supposed to be a witch maybe or something like that? It's like she's wearing a like a bustier kind of corsety type thing. 
with ties on the top. Though. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like almost like a like a, almost like a Renaissance fair type thing. But it was short and tight and black, so that's not Renaissancey. Well, then I don't know. I mean, I think maybe she's supposed to be like you said, a witch or a cop or I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> witch or a cop? <laughs> They're very related. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Anyway, what? <laughs> So he's like trying to rip her clothes off, basically. And she's like, uh, whoa, wait a minute. You are way too fucked up. And she realizes that he's high because she was used to her dad being high. So she could tell. Just like Kelly. And those kids were uh, just waiting there to see her naked. (laughs) What what happened with the kids? No, because the kids were like trick or treat. She gave them five bucks or something like that. Yeah, like get out of here, kids. Split that, she says. Right. And then Dylan's like, you gave him five bucks. All the kids are going to come here now. He's so afraid of losing money. <laughs> oh, jeez. But he's got his gun. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And so she sees that. And she's very concerned. Because that's how her dad killed, her, killed himself. I thought he committed suicide. He did. But she's saying, like, Dylan was cleaning his gun. No, no, and no. And she's like, that's how my dad, you know. No, what she was saying is her dad shot himself. That's what she was saying. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so she, when she leaves without having sex with him because he tells her to get the fuck out because, you know, she tries to, I don't know, talk to him like a person. Right. Um, And instead of going to the fraternity party, she just goes home, which is really shitty to Steve. Mm-hmm. And then she tells Brandon when he's around what's going on. Right. So Brandon goes to Dylan's to try to talk to him. Before he gets there, I think, is when Dylan loses his shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. What The kids were egging his house because he wasn't giving out candy. Like, it's Beverly Hills. Come on. Yeah. yeah everyone's giving out cash. I don't, I, I don't think a bunch of kids in Beverly Hills are going to egg someone's house. Really? You don't think uh, the kids in Beverly Hills are like regular kids? <laughs> I've never seen anybody's house get egged in real life. Have you? I've egged somebody's house. <gasps> That's terrible. What did they do? It's fine. What did they do? Yeah. Why did Why'd you egg their house? What did, what did they you, do to deserve that? They, they, they bad mouthed Catholics. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they fucking oh, okay. did. Oh, you're, you're, you were a hooligan. The eggs were. <laughs> the egg a hooligan. Wow. Yes. I also grew up in the 1930s, apparently. <laughs> but Dylan realizes these kids are, like, vandalizing his house, mm-hmm. and he gets out his gun. Yeah. What the fuck? And he threatens them, and they run away. Like, threatening children with a gun is, like, the new low for him. Yeah. And, and, then, he, and then he shoots... Uh, a chair. Yeah, a chair with, with a skeleton painted on it for some reason. Like, he just empties the whole clip into a chair. Like, what the fuck? I don't... He goes, what are you looking at? And then shoots the chair. Yeah. And then Brandon comes. <laughs> and he sees what he's done to the chair, and he sees how fucked up he is, and he tries to talk to him, and he gets told to get the fuck out, too. Mm-hmm. But he takes the gun. Yeah. Which is good. And then Dylan ends up just passing out, and Brandon sits next to him. Yeah, he was going to leave, but he didn't. What do you think is going to happen there? You think he's going to try to take him to rehab or something? I mean, you know, Dylan did save his life way back in season one. Yeah. Remember when he was going to fall off that fucking cliff? Yeah, that's true. 
They got so, a special bond. Steve does. Steve's like, don't just don't make me forgive Dylan or whatever. <laughs> Fuck Dylan. I hate that guy. Right. He's not forgiving Dylan. Which that's is going to be a long. That's going to be a long process. Which is kind of bullshit though, because Dylan didn't know about Steve until way far into things, and he wanted her to not be with Steve. Like he kept telling her, "Don't mess around with Steve. Don't play around with him. Mm-hmm. Don't you know whatever." So it's not his fault. It's her fault. No, she was trying to be Betty and Veronica at the same time. Yeah, can't so. do it. But yeah, that's uh, that's. Valerie and Dylan, pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, like, the only other thing is, like, he talks to Nat, and... Oh, yeah. And they have, like, a, you know, Nat's all pissed off at him. Yeah, Nat tells him to come back at 4 o'clock, because he was going to come back in the morning, and mm-hmm. he's like, that's our busiest time, which you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I think at 4 o'clock he's passed out. At so. 4 o'clock he was playing pool. Mm. Okay. Drunk playing pool. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to come in the morning. He wanted to come before he gets fucked up because there's a very small window of time when that happens. That makes sense, honestly. Yeah. What kind of drugs do you think he was on? I don't know. I was wondering that, too. I mean, they seem like downers because mm-hmm. he's always passing out, so maybe heroin? Yeah, that's my guess. No good. No bueno. No, no, heroin's usually not a good one. <laughs> um. What else have we got? We got Donna. What? Hi. You're breathing a little too much into the microphone. (sighs) I'm happy to see you. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) What? Let's see. Before we get to that, Donna's kind of like the main one. Oh. Oh. There's also, uh, so we talked about, yeah. So I guess the last two storylines are the Donna Mm storyline. And then, what's her name? Claire and... Brian Austin Gray, David. David. Yeah. Okay. You don't remember their storyline? I'm trying. <laughs> she invites him to some lecture that they're having at the school. Oh, yeah. About UFOs. This is so stupid. My friend Colin and I went to something very similar, and this absolutely reminded me of that when when we were younger. Uh, they're at the library, at our local library, uh, some dude came in, and then oh, there was a woman that pro- presented with him. But they did a presentation, essentially, about uh, the existence of aliens, why they thought aliens existed, different uh, encounters, interviews they did with people that said that they had been abducted and things like that. And they were just like, they were trying to recruit for their society or whatever this, like, alien society. Like, Weird. They wanted the answers. like. The, their big thing was they kept petitioning the government to release evidence and documents and stuff like that about aliens. That's fucked up. Do you think the aliens are real? Not really, no. I think that... So, there's there's two answers. I have two answers to that question. Okay. And they're opposite answers. Okay. I think aliens exist. I don't think aliens have ever been here. Interesting. So, I think in the vastness of the universe... There are, there's at least one and probably several other planets where life exists. Maybe even humanoid-like life. I don't know. But I think there are, there's higher intelligence on probably several planets because the universe is so massive. Yeah. Um, but do I think they've ever been here? Probably not. Because it's, 
it's the distance is too far. Now, I want to believe it. That's why <laughs> Colin and I went to this thing. Like, we were both really <clears throat> into UFO stuff and everything. I want to believe it, but it just, I don't know. It seems unlikely. I, I don't want to believe it. I think it's scary, but I mean, I don't think we could possibly be alone in the universe because, like you said, it's just too big. Right. And there's probably, even if there's not intelligent life, there's got to be life. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's something. Yeah. There might be stuff in like the, uh, they said, I, I read a report from some scientists or astrophysicists or whatever. Uh, maybe six months ago or something like that in one of the papers. But they think that there there's possibility that there might be some life on one of the moons of Jupiter. Oh. Because there's, like, water on it, and but it's frozen. But mm. underneath the surface, there might be some sort of primitive, like, fish-like creatures and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Claire and David mm-hmm. go to the thing, and... They're directed to go to Barstow, where all the alien encounters happen, apparently. So they're camping out in this weird place. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, they go to a store where the, the guy's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm a fucking alien. And <laughs> he's like, you are? And he's like, yeah, here... Uh, Buy my book. It's my story or whatever. Thirty nine ninety five, and he's like, "Yeah, okay." He's like, "Oh, you know, my." He says something about like, uh, he goes, "What planet are you from?" He's like, "I'm from I don't know, Caldonia or something like that." <laughs> he's like, "It's a very interesting race. You can uh, uh, see all about our customs in this VHS tape, right?" And it's very clear that he's bullshitting, right? Pretending to be an alien or whatever. And trying to sell all this stuff, and Claire is very upset about it because Claire is a true believer. Yeah, she thinks he's making a mockery of the whole thing. Right. And Dylan or David's just like, uh, it's supposed to be fun. He's just having fun, you know, whatever. Yeah, and because David doesn't believe it, right, <laughs> at all. But they're they are camping out, and I don't like. I don't know. Was there a ton? You else? were falling asleep. I know that they start having sex, and then there's aliens above them, which is funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I knew it was going to happen, too. Yeah, you called it. But they, so, like, eventually she's like, oh, you know, maybe this is silly or whatever. She starts to doubt herself. And then, yeah, they, they're going to have sex for the first time. Apparently this is the first time they've ever had sex with each other. And as they do, some green light kind of... Appears above them, watch them fuck for a while, and then leaves. (laughs) Some pervert aliens. It's kind of a hot first time, though. I mean, they they got voyeurism going on. They're out in the open. Well, they have no idea that the aliens watch them. True. Claire's a freak, though. Yes, she is. (laughs) I wonder how long she'll be on this show. I think she might be on the show the rest of the time. What do you think? You think she's here to stay? I think so. I don't know. She's a very interesting character. I like her. Well, she's more interesting than some of them. She's more interesting than uh, Valerie now. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen's got to stay, though. She does, because she's hot. Right. Anyway, so, yeah, that's all that happens with them. Donna's the big story this episode. Yeah. Nothing really happens with Kelly, either. 
Kelly's there to make no. to make faces and grouse at some people. Right. That's about it. I think she, her and Brandon, or her and Brandon get a very rare scene together where they actually pretend like they're still dating. Because <laughs> right. I mean, like they're supposed to be dating, but we never see them together. Yeah, it's weird. They're never together. They're never kissing. Nothing is ever happening with them. She shows up in two different costumes for some reason. At first, she's a princess because they have some weird thing where Ray's at uh, at the beginning. It's like a kid's party or whatever. The keg house because the keg house is throwing a Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And she dresses like a princess there. And then they have the other party at night for all the the college kids. I was going to say adults, but for all (laughs) the college kids. And she dresses up as something else, but I don't remember what it is. Well, I think that makes sense, though, to you know change your costume depending on the party. I mean, I guess, but it's like she could have she was she was a sexy whatever princess. She could have just been that at the the other party too. Well, whatever. She likes clothes. She likes makeup. She's yeah. a California girl. Griffin Hardcock showed up in <laughs> in the best costume of all, which was a, a black shirt with a pumpkin on it. Yeah, I don't like him. Well. Apparently, he's going to be gone, so... Right. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Tell us about Donna. Well, I mean, Donna is helping out at the kids' party. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, you know, like he said, uh, Mr. Hardcock, whatever, is there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the pumpkins arrive. Yeah. The pumpkin dude's there yeah. with a big truck full of pumpkins. That's what Griffin calls him, the pumpkin dude. <laughs> And at first, she literally runs away and tries to hide. Mm-hmm. But she does end up in the most awkward situation where she's with her boyfriend and the guy she's cheating on her boyfriend with. Yeah. And the Casper Van Dien gives her like a kiss on the the forehead or whatever. And Ray sees and he's all pissed off. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, he clearly likes you. He says to her like, yeah, obviously mm-hmm. he likes her. Like, right. what the fuck? She should have said something then. I mean, that's all basically lying. Yeah. Well, she's been basically lying the entire time. Yeah. Except to Ray, and I don't think that Ray is, I don't think that Ray deserves to be quite as mad as he is, but it it's not going to matter in the end. But, because she does, so he stays and plays that weird fucking song. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's a traditional... It's a traditional Halloween song for kids, but it's like the, you know, the worms go in, the worms go out. So gross. Play pinochle on your snout, you know, because the, your fucking worms are going to eat you when you die kind of right. kind of song, which is fucked up to sing to kids, but I mean, it's tradition, as is tradition. So <laughs> uh, he sings that, but he's all pissed off, and then he packs up his cigar and is like, let's get the fuck out of here to his little cousin that he brought with him. So, you know, I just got to say, though, like, first of all, he's a construction worker, right? Then, sure. you know, he helps his aunt out with her pumpkin stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he comes and he's sweet to the kids and he plays the guitar. Right. Like, they're just hitting all the angles trying to make this guy, like, desirable. Yeah. Um, like the construction worker bit? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I like this character more than the other guy. Oh, for sure. But yeah, so she says, she tries to talk to him and he's like, yeah, whatever, you know. And she says, I did tell you that I sort of had a boyfriend. And he goes, and I thought we were way beyond that. But 
how, why? Why did you think you were way beyond that? Did she ever say to you, oh, that sort of boyfriend I have, I'm dropping him for you? Right. They never said they were exclusive. And she told you at the beginning when you propositioned her that she was seeing another guy. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I get him being a little bit upset, but I I don't think he's. I don't think he has the right to be this upset. Yeah. I think maybe, I mean, maybe he built stuff up in his mind. Who knows? I could see myself being like that. He does come back, though. He does come back in the end, so. Yeah. And then it's at the other party, right? When, uh. Yeah, the the evening party. When she's talking to her boyfriend and. Well, she, her and Kelly have a conversation and Kelly says, look, you should talk to Griffin and tell him that you're not gonna have sex with him. he doesn't she doesn't know that you're a virgin until you get married and i mean i guess not when they met she said that she was a good catholic girl right so i, don't, I mean that could mean that <laughs> it also could mean that she just plays bingo or she likes wearing you know the schoolgirl outfits when they have sex no she didn't say i'm a good school girl. <laughs> Right. But, so, he's, he, he he gets pissed. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't have wasted all my fucking time on you. What is up with these college guys he, being like this when they aren't getting laid? Jeez. I don't know. But, yeah, he said, he goes, yeah, it's because you're seeing someone else, right? And she goes, no. She goes, that no, it's not like that or whatever. And she, says, she explains that she doesn't want to have sex until she's married. And he says, yeah, what, uh, so you're not seeing somebody else? And she's like, well, <laughs> I am. And then she tells him who it is, and he gets all pissed off, and he's like, the fucking gardener or whatever? The, I don't know what he says, but he says insulting things about people that aren't rich. Mm-hmm. And um, she says, yeah, whatever, Griffin leaves. And then he follows her outside as Ray's pulling up, and he's like, yeah, I wasted all my time on you. You're, you're nothing but a... Does he say you're nothing but a, uh, I think he says a cock-teasing slut. Wow. Or a tease. And he doesn't say cock-tease. He just says tease. He says you're nothing but a tease, a playful tease, and like a fucking slut or something like that. But he calls her a slut. And she slaps him, and then she runs to Ray's car and gets in and says, please, just drive. Just go. (laughs) And then they get out of there. And he's done. I mean, yeah. Casper Van Dien has has fulfilled his five episode contract, <laughs> right? And now he's going. And then um, when Donna's talking to Ray, she tells him too, yeah, that she's not going to be having sex with him, and he's so much cooler about it. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. What he said, but I don't either. I don't remember exactly what he like, says either. Basically, he's just something like, like yeah, "Well, you'll okay. give me hand jobs, right?" <laughs> I think he says something like that. Something like that. So they're gonna be a couple now. Yeah. So they'll be a couple, and the other dude's gone. Yay! Ray won for now. Yeah, they they start all these dudes, all these rich guys start off nice, and then they end up weird. And we didn't even get a warning like we did with Brenda's because, like, with Brenda, the guy that she was dating, his dad uh, somehow survived an encounter with 
know, Jason Voorhees. Right. So that was sort of an indication that he, he was not going to be a good dude. But uh, <laughs> but there was no warning with him. Yeah, he seemed really nice at first. Except, I guess, that uh, her mom wanted him to date her. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Her racist mom. Yeah. I think the rich people, though, it's like they just, they're just they used to having to be two-faced, so they start out one way and change because it's just how they are. Right. Whatever happened to the basketball player, by the way? Oh, yeah. Sean. I wanted her to date him. I forgot about him. I'm sure he's still around. You mean you mean in Hollywood or like <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't been sacrificed? Maybe the cast got together, chanted in unison, and drank his blood. Oh my to, god! To feed their uh, their youthfulness or something like that. Wow. Um, what do you mean still around? I'm he's sure not he'll be on back. The show okay. So. I don't think he's gone forever. Gotcha. Right. Weirdo. So, uh-huh. I, <laughs> so I think that's it for this episode. I think so. Yes, so, it ends. Yeah, the the ending is sort of anticlimactic. Dylan just passes out, and Brandon sits next to him. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. I think he's probably going to rehab. Yep. So you can let us know what you think at uh, latefee1994daywall.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.